The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and if you are moving, I hope that you have lots of energy because my wife and I are moving, and goodness gracious, I am tired. Lots of packing, lots of taping, lots of lifting, lots of dolly dragging and pushing and whatnot, and lots of help, thankfully, thank God, from my parents, my mom, my dad. Speaking of, Papa Ocho, my best friend, is here. What is up, my dude? Hey, just here, uh, you know, trying to enjoy the uh, visit and do a little bit of work as well. Um... I've been told this before from people. I have an elite dolly, right? Like you would agree. Like it's it's pretty solid dolly. It's robust. Yeah, no, no question about that. And it um it has a function where it can it can like lay flat. You know what I'm like saying? Like a flatbed. Right, like a flatbed. Exactly. You can put it on four wheels, and so that's really helpful. I mean, you can use it like a traditional dolly, but uh, anytime people use it or borrow it, they're like, "Dude, this is a pretty awesome dolly." So, um, yeah, good for me, I guess. Uh, but yep. you guys have been very helpful. Um, this is—I said this on uh, Monday's episode—the f- by far the most efficiently we've ever moved. Uh, and much of that, if not all of that, is thanks to you guys. Speaking of Monday, we had a new episode of Girls Talking Boys. Kelsey and Meg had on BTB alum Joey Ikes. Fun conversation there. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We will have a new episode of the 750 available for you later today. Tony Casillas and I are going to chat about all things Cowboys. I'm sure we will touch on Dak Prescott. And uh, on Monday, it happened. Dak officially signed his franchise tender, and then he took to the gram and uh, I don't even own a cowboy hat, uh, which is maybe a fault of mine. Uh, but Dak shared a pretty awesome photo. Uh, it looked like a professional photo at the very. It was there was no like, hey, get your phone out type thing. This was a legit photo of him in his cowboys uniform with a cowboys hat. Uh, at the very least, Dak Prescott's going to make thirty-one point four million dollars this season. So I think he's pretty happy. Um, you know, with that as a solid floor. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and you're right. The uh, the photo was, uh, you know, I thought fantastic uh, given the situation. And uh, 
I think, you know, just uh, like we talked yesterday, more than a gesture of good faith, it's just like, you know, I think he's happy, looks really happy in that photo. It's um, going to be interesting to see what happens between now and July 15th. We know that is the true deadline, uh, but we also now know there was a lot of thought, you know, lots of hot takes. What if Dak holds out? What if blah, blah? That's not going to happen. He is now contractually obligated to play for the Dallas Cowboys at the very least for $31.4 million this season on the franchise tag. Again, a variety of things could happen uh, between now and July 15th that would turn this thing one direction or another. I did write about this, and this will be out uh, bright and early Tuesday morning at the site, bloggertheboys.com. It was reported by Pro Football Talk that Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson is seeking potentially a three-year extension with his franchise. That is very interesting. Now, it's worth mentioning that the Texans currently have two years of team control left on Deshaun Watson's rookie contract because he was a first-round pick in 2017. So a three-year extension would put him under five years left of team control in terms of his contract, uh, which, you know, would, would, again, be very interesting. But the point here and, and what I wrote about is Dak and the Cowboys seemingly have, you know, a level of disagreement, whether it's four or five years. And look, there are people that cannot grasp this idea, but anything that happens with any other quarterback affects the market. That is true, not just in terms of how much money they are paid on an annual average basis. That is true in terms of the type of deal they get. That is true in terms of the length of the deal they get. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz both got four-year extensions, which is why there is so much precedent for Dak Prescott to get a four-year extension as well. If Deshaun Watson got a three-year extension, it would, I think, really take any wind out of the sails that the Cowboys might have had of landing Dak Prescott for a five-year extension because at that point there's a precedent for three so four seems like the compromise as opposed to what Dak wants sure and and so yeah I think uh Deshaun would be a a big boost to Dak uh for the reasons you just explained and uh you know it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out uh you know again I, I think that um you know, as, as we talked about previously, uh, you know, Dak, anything that happens, uh, you know, outside of, of the peripheral of his own contract does influence uh, what happens with his. And, you know, I think that's very, very clear. Uh, you know, he's just going to sit back and, and watch what happens now. I do think that if I was, I don't want to say if I was Deshaun, but if I was representing Deshaun, I would make sure and wait until July 15th, until we knew what happened with Dak Prescott. Because, like you said, whatever happens with Deshaun will affect Dak, and whatever happens with Dak will affect Deshaun. The market will be the market, and if I'm representing Deshaun, I'm not in a rush. I, I don't have a deadline here in 2020 that I have to hit, whereas Dak Prescott's team does have a deadline that they're working with in terms of the franchise tag deadline July 15th. So if I'm representing Deshaun, you know what, Cowboys, Dak? Take your time. You know what? Deshaun and I, we'll sit, we'll talk on July 16th. We'll look at maybe whatever deal he got or whatever deal he didn't get, and then we'll kind of get our ducks in a row. If for whatever reason, though, Deshaun Watson did get a deal before then, it would be a rising tide that will lift all boats, just like Russell Wilson a year ago and Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. This is a, a never-ending phenomenon. Supply and demand, um, it's, it's a tale as old as time. But um, different subject, a uh, really cool thing that happened that was announced on Monday. Travis Frederick retired this offseason. Uh, Fred Beard, one of the greatest players uh, ever drafted by Jerry Jones and, and certainly that ever played for the Cowboys in the Jason Garrett era. 
uh, which I know upsets a lot of people when you consider how uh, little they achieved in terms of what we all think that they could have achieved. But Travis Frederick was awarded the George Hallis Award. The Hallis Award is given to an NFL player, coach, or staff member who overcomes adversity to succeed. Uh, Travis Frederick is the second member of the Dallas Cowboys to ever receive this honor, joining Hall of Fame quarterback Roger Staubach, who won it in 1980. Pretty elite company to be in for Travis Frederick. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think, um, you know, we all knew uh, what a class act he was, uh, you know, both on and off the field. So a very fitting, uh, you know, very much earned award for, for Travis. Well done. And we all know the trials he has faced. Um, you know, so many people, you know, the opinions on Travis Frederick have generally been the same, but there has been a lot of well, you know, he can't, why come back a year ago? You know, I mean, who knows? I mean, what Travis's personal desires and wants and wishes were, but he came back, played at an incredible level, and just realized that it was time for him to retire. Uh, didn't win comeback player of the year. A lot of people thought he might have been in the running. I'm, I'm certain, if I think hard enough, that a year ago, uh, when somebody predicted the comeback player of the year for the 2019 season, that there was definitely probably somebody who picked uh, Travis Frederick. Uh, but did not happen. Uh, but still, I mean, you mentioned he's still doing lots of work in the DFW community. He feels very passionately about combating hunger uh, and child hunger. He's been on this show to talk about that. And so I'm um, very, very proud uh, to have had Travis Frederick play for the Dallas Cowboys and uh, be part of the organization. So support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Um, the other thing, last thing for us to get into, shocker here, we need to talk about Jamal Adams. Uh, Jamal, you know, I lightly mentioned uh, the video that was circulating um, on Sunday night, and it blew up. Oh, my gosh. Um, everybody is aware that Jamal Adams does not want to play for the New York Jets. He had a tweet talking about his teammate in New York that kind of made it seem like it was past tense. He said, I'm, you're the one I'm going to miss playing with the most – uh, you know, Jamal talking a lot like the Jets are a thing of the past. Um, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think people and players and coaches can, after stuff like this, go back to work. I mean, think about it. Earl Thomas went back to the Seahawks for the 2018 season um, after he literally chased down Jason Garrett in the bowels of AT&T Stadium and told him to come get him if he had the chance. I mean, that's about as awkward as it can get. And, and Earl Thomas went back, played for the Seahawks, 
got hurt, to be fair, um, flashed them, not the peace sign uh, when he was being carted off in Arizona. Um, so, you know, precedent does exist for when relationships look rocky for them to return to normal. However, Jamal Adams is, and maybe this is just strategy on his part. I mean, you know, you know, maybe it's if I separate myself from them as much as I can from the perspective of what I can control, I'll, I'll just kind of will it into action. <laughs> I mean, because Jamal is really trying hard to make it seem like he does not play for the New York Jets anymore. Yeah, no, really. And, uh, you know, kudos to him. Um, you know, if, if you have the uh, following he has, if you have the um, credentials he has, and, you know, a lot of people regard him as the best safety in the league. So, you know, he's uh, going to try to maybe, you know, take a little bit advantage of that and, and try to, uh, you know, reinforce every hand he can, every hand he can play, and see what he can make out of it. I mean, I have no problem with that. I, I applaud him for what he's doing. I'm always team get paid for, for the players. You yeah. know, people always, have, you know, some people tend to have problems like, oh, he should take less. No way, dude. Like, any player should get paid as much as he possibly can, as soon as he possibly can, always. Their careers are fleeting. Uh, they, they have, you know, in the grand scheme of life, uh, a microscopic window uh, to, to do something, you know, very special, obviously, and achieve success in terms of winning and whatnot, but obviously, you know, to take care of themselves and their families financially. And Jamal is certainly motivated, it seems, partly by that. Uh, but I also, I would not want to play for the Jets. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, that's that's part of it, I, I'm They don't sure. seem to be going anywhere, right. Right. I mean, so, you know, th there's a lot of reason for Jamal. And, and Jamal Adams is also, and you would think, I mean, I, I think that we all kind of dismiss the Jets. They are a fairly talked about team. I mean, you know, they do benefit from the New York market, but... Jamal is a superstar. You know what I mean? Like, that dude should be on Sunday Night Football, you know, every other week and, you know, really, really, really kind of one of the larger faces of the NFL. Certainly have a larger face than he does currently. Um, but I want to mention a Twitter thread from our friend Jane Slater. Um, Jane is always all over anything that happens with the Cowboys of this degree. Um, and so she had a, a nice thread. I wrote about this on Monday at BTB. She noted a few additional notes on the Jamal Adams situation as it relates to the Cowboys, according to a source close to the situation. Number one, there is a trust issue with the Jets now. He felt like he has been a team-first guy, even with coaching changes. Again, he has been part of the change to Adam Gase and whatnot. Number two, he was told they would redo his contract and haven't, making him wonder how committed they are to him. Hey, you know, you told me you were going to do it. You didn't do it. What's going on here? Number three, this is the one I find to be the most interesting. He's willing to bend, as suggested on the contract, and has even considered the money he can make up for whatever he bends on in the Dallas market. Now, this is an idea, a philosophy, kind of a trope uh, to a degree that people love to lean on when it comes to Cowboys players getting new contracts or Cowboys players that would become Cowboys in free agency. In fact, it was earlier this offseason that Emmett Smith said that Dak Prescott should take less and make up for the rest in endorsements, which is some advice that he did not take now, what, 27 years ago? Um, so, but, and, and again, that, to me, who cares what, what your endorsements are? It should, that should not, if it's part of the salary cap, then okay, we can talk about that. But that's an independent variable. However, I do find it interesting that Jamal is willing to say, hey, you know what? I'm willing to look at that. Some other people might not be, but I'm willing to look at that. That, to me, sounds like somebody who's willing to make some concessions to get what he wants, which in this case might be to play for the Dallas Cowboys.
Yeah, and and I think, uh, you know, to the point we were making earlier, you know, he's uh, not going to, you know, be shy about anything, I think. He's, uh, you know, I think making, you know, assuming it's all true, which we do, uh, not going to leave any stone unturned. And, you know, he's like, okay, I'm going to make the first concession here. You know, the ball's in your court. Right. And that's a, a fairly strong concession to make when you're willing to, you know, take a few less uh, dollars and, uh, you know, then say, you know, be confident enough to say, you know, I can hit the, uh, you know, the endorsement route and, and make that up. Uh, you know, interesting, like you say, a lot of people do say that about Dak, that he should, you know, take that avenue. Well, they said it about option. Zeke last year, yeah. Yeah. And, and said it know, about DeMarco, you know, it, they say it for everybody, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, if, if Jamal's willing to do that, that's his decision. Sure. You know, it shouldn't be, you know, forced upon you to say, well, you know, you're in Dallas, so part of the package here is that you get to get a lot of endorsements. So, right. you you know, the, the salary, uh, you know, uh, expectation should be less. So, yeah, I mean, but, but if Jamal's willing to do that, you know, that shows how much uh, he's willing to, to come to a contender. And, uh, like, as you say, you know, playing a lot of primetime games. I do think, um, I know I'm not the first person to say this, but the situation just feels so much like Jalen Ramsey a year ago. Kind of similar. Um, I mean, remember, he literally backed up the Brinks truck, had the truck show up to Jaguars training camp when he arrived, was very clear that he wanted to get paid. Um, and everybody thought, okay, you know, the Jaguars are going to have to pay him. They're going to have to. And then they traded him to the Los Angeles Rams. And to date, he has still not gotten that big payday. Uh, and he has said that, you know, whenever it comes time, you know, in, in the you know climate we're currently in to show up, that he does not plan on holding out. So the Los Angeles Rams paid a lot from a draft capital standpoint to get him, but they have not had to pay him uh, from a fiscal standpoint quite yet. And while the Los Angeles Rams are not the Dallas Cowboys, you know, I, I again, not apples to apples, but he goes, and believe me, Jacksonville is awesome. Great golf, you know, down that neck of the woods. Um, but, I mean, you go from living in Jacksonville to living in L.A., you know, from the Jaguars out of this team that nobody really cares about to, you know, it, it, certainly at the time that Ramsey got traded there to the hot young team with Sean McVay, you know, and, and you know, the team that was at the time, again, the reigning NFC champions. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's kind of a light version of what would happen here uh, with, with Jamal Adams going from New York to Dallas. But time will tell. I did find that to be an interesting detail. Um, nonetheless, but um, appreciate you stopping by for a couple episodes and for helping uh, the wife and I move. Looking forward to you being on some more. Uh, the next few weeks are going to be long, more moving, ugh, but uh, but good times ahead. Um, let, let's do this. You'll, you'll probably be on what? You know, about two-ish weeks, maybe kind of plus minus a couple of days there. Yep. Maybe, you know, let's say somewhere between 14 and 21 days. Does Jamal Adams get traded in that time span? And if your answer to that is yes, where to? Because it might not be the Cowboys. In fact, at this point, I actually believe that if he's traded, it will not be to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get traded. Um, you know, it, it's hard to, when you know a player's uh, heart isn't there, you know, to force his hand, although they could. But, uh, you know, I, I think he gets traded. Unfortunately, and, and you know, similar to your thought process, I don't, I just don't know if the Cowboys, uh, you know, are going to do that or pull the trigger on that. Um, and who else it might be? I don't know. Who are the teams that went to the Ravens, the Eagles? His uh, list is literally like 
every good team in the NFL, like the Ravens, the Seahawks, the Niners, um, the Eagles were on that list. Um, and then what was funny was then it was reported the day after, I think, the original list came out. Um, Jamal Adams has added the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to his list. It was like, like almost like Jamal was sitting, you know, in his place. He was like, oh, man, I forgot the Bucks are good now. You know, yeah, yeah. add him to the list. You know what I mean? And for what it's worth, the, the Jets did trade Darrell Revis to the Bucks. You know, there's yeah, that There's precedent. already a precedent there, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you know, if I were to guess, it would be a pure guess. But uh, I'm going to say the Eagles. I mean, you know. Oh, they, gosh, that would... That yeah, I mean you that know, would it, balance out the CD Lamb yeah, cosmic exactly. universe. It, it'll yeah. make uh, make a good rivalry there, uh, you know, going forward. Yeah, that would be um, that would be something. Um, well, let's hope that that does not. Yeah, happen. I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> but you know, I think he'll get traded, and I'm just guessing. But um, I'd like to see him go. You know, maybe San Francisco. That would be interesting, too. I, mean, I think that kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a good fit for him. Some you know. Ronnie Lott comparison. Like, he would yeah. really uphold that standard. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, you no, know. exactly. That'd and, be fun. Uh, they got a good team out there, too. Uh, well, um, thanks for stopping by. We will have a new episode of the 750 available for you later today. Make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Or everywhere we're on Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. If you need a link, you need a direct access, RSS feed, whatever the case may be, you just want to chat, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at RJOcho. You can also shoot me an email if that is more your speed, rj.ocho at SBNation.com. Make sure to check out blogontheboys.com for the latest and greatest, the best Dallas Cowboys coverage across the internet. And do me one more favor. Make sure you have the absolute best Tuesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys. And peace out.